0: It's been, you know, it's been great. I go out, I started busking, I want to say, two years ago.
1: I need dollar, 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 that's what I need. Hey, hey, what
0: and through I need busking, dollar, I have dollar, landed dollar, some pretty amazing opportunities that I feel, you know, I'm extremely grateful dollar, that I've been given these opportunities. Dollar, and if I share with you,
1: This is Sounds from the Street, where we get to meet the men and women who define street sense, DC's nonprofit media center dedicated to creating economic opportunities for people experiencing homelessness. I'm your host, Adam Campy. According to Merriam Webster, a busker is one who entertains in public spaces for donations. And today's guest does just that cellist Benjamin Gates. If you live in DC, you've probably heard Benjamin Gates either at a local fundraiser or, most likely, busking outside of one of the metro stations. Born and raised in the area, he self-identifies as a musician of the people, and he demonstrated that when he played the annual Street Sense Gala on October 1st.
0: And I saw the gallery, and the gallery was on asking a homeless person what it feels like to be homeless. And the images that you would have seen in this gallery was enough to truly break you down. It was it. I can't explain how touching it was to me as an individual. And it's like, you know, this honestly, it makes me want to do everything that I can to make sure that what's in my power. I can make sure that this isn't happening to somebody on the street right now and. I'm really hoping like that over the next couple of years that picks up because more people in the city definitely need to see and experience and be part of that. And even before the gala, I've known, you know, amazing people in the street since like uh, my good friend, Chris, who's also in a band he's around. He usually hangs around LaFont and goes uh to Georgetown as well. So it was a fantastic event and there have been so many fantastic events that have just come out of busking on the street and, I feel like it's allowed me to be in touch with the city, number one, and to more so be in touch with the potential clientele that I, that I connect with. I'm a musician of the city. I consider myself to be a musician of the people. And uh, that's what I do with my life. I play music, I create music, and I'm hoping that I'm on the path to continue doing so for the rest of my life. And when you say uh, musician of the people, what do you mean? I started coming out to the streets two years ago, playing music, and it's when I had my acoustic cello. And back when I used to come out, originally, I never had an open case because I was too <laughs> nervous about everything. So I kept my case closed, and I started performing music for people. And people would come up and give donations with the closed case, which I was grateful for. But one of the big things that I would do, and even what the musicians would do that I would sometimes bring with me when I would go out and busket these areas, is we would take those donations and we would find a person who is more down on his luck than we were at the time, and we would turn over not all of our proceeds but a good portion of our proceeds over to that individual to make sure that he can at least get some food for the evening and We tried to make sure uh years ago, and we still do this today. When it comes to those particular areas that we bus get, and when I say we, I'm speaking about the other musicians who come with me from time to time. When we go to those different areas, we make it a habit that whenever we do collect, if we do decide that we're going to accept donations by having an open case, that we do find someone who's on the same block as we are and we can make sure to accommodate them so they can get food or something for the evening. So in one regard, that's how I believe that we are a musician for the people, and... um, just in the more modern days, we've had to kind of hold back a little on the on the closed case, only because I ended up getting my own place <laughs> and having to pay rent. But um, overall, we do still make sure that while we're out there, we can still give something back to the community. And also, um, just getting involved with uh, different programs, such as uh, the Good Marshall Center. They have a program known as Concern Young Black Men, in which we take youth of uh, different ethnicities from around Washington, D.C. And what this program does is it, uh, it brings them in and just shows them different opportunities in the city and uh, just different people to meet. They had uh, a program not that long ago, I want to say about a month ago, where they allowed uh, an officer to actually come in and speak to the communities because there's a lot of strife going on right now. So, just to see an organization like that is in existence, try to make sure that we can form partnerships with many people like that around the city because youth is important.
1: This idea of giving back or splitting some of your proceeds with somebody is it somebody else who's busking that you think just needs a hand up, or you mean somebody who's just panhandling or clearly?
0: Well, if it's a person panhandling, first of all, if it's in our line of vision and we have an issue with it, then that's where we have to act. So whether the person is a panhandler, you know, if that's the case, we we give the cash and only you can decide what to do with it. But we're not going to take the option away from you Um, when it comes to other people out there who may not have a home to go back to. You obviously can tell. Then, yes, we're going to make sure that we can give those proceeds to them. And one of the, I would say, the coolest things about busking is I do take musicians that I've met from different venues and even from some of uh, the past places that I've been at, and I'll bring them with me. But more importantly, I've met musicians on the street who have either been panhandlers, buskers, or they might be homeless and carrying their best friend on their back. And they've actually come over and played with us. And you have a lot of phenomenal musicians in the city who don't have a home. And if if it's cool, a few of them I know. One of them is actually named Billy. He stays out at the Foggy Bottom area, and he plays banjo. And you'll see him uh, with his bike and his dog. And that's what he does. He travels the city. He loves to play banjo, and he fishes. And then you have another good guy. Tom. Tom Sullivan, as a matter of fact. He's a guitar player out at Foggy Bottom, and he's always there every morning. He usually uh, sets up with the vendors, and he's with them, uh, helping them out throughout the day. So, you know, I would say this. I've met a lot of great people out in Washington, D.C., and I've met them on the street, whether they've been, you know, panhandlers, homeless, you know, people, individuals. It's, a I feel, a great city. So, We want to definitely make sure that with those people, it's not a blind eye given to them in any sort of way.
1: I'm fascinated by busking, that's full disclosure how you and I met (laughs) right outside the L'Enfant Metro. I had seen you a couple times prior, and I want to know more about like how, because it changes from city to city in terms of regulations and in New York and in Boston, I know you can busk inside the Metro. And it's kind of kind of nice because a you're protected from the elements. Yeah. Um, the sound is different. You've got a whole different kind of. I can imagine like, you're a good uh, reverb. Reverb-y. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's also like a little bit more intimate because you're right next to the musician, whereas if you're above ground, people are kind of passing. They're you know they're in they're in motion. What is it like busking in DC, or can you just show up to any place and
0: busk? I don't think. That you can just show up to any place in Buskin, Washington, DC. And in all honesty, uh, there are policies to protect both musicians and law enforcers. At the time, I'm not gonna lie to you, I do need to become more educated on these laws because there have been interactions where I'm finding out from law enforcers that policies and things are changing and I haven't had the time to do the individual research myself, so I honestly wouldn't know. But As busking as a whole in Washington, D.C., how have the environments and everything else been? Whenever I have bused at any metro station, I haven't had a problem with metro transit. I've never had a problem with uh, with Metropolitan at these metro stations. And even when it comes to public areas such as like sidewalks and gallery place and things of that nature, I haven't had that many issues with them there. But they have been known to actually show up and they will ask if you have a permit to play at said place or whatnot. And I believe they're telling people to go through DC cap now to go and get a permit.
1: And forgive me, this might be a little bit personal, but do you do you live strictly by busking? Is that how you primarily make your living?
0: It kinda goes back and forth. The way I, I look at the busking, along with everything else that we do with it, it, it is a good opportunity to be able to go out and advertise uh what I do uh, with my instrument and a little bit of what I do via production. It's been, you know, it's been great. I go out I started busking, I wanna say two years ago, and through busking I have landed some pretty amazing opportunities that i feel you know i'm extremely grateful that i've been given these opportunities the mentor one foundation and definitely doing you know the queen of sweden's event that was that was a big deal for me but you know and we did it this year as well and that opportunity was given by busking and i was busking not that far from the swedish embassy when i had met uh Michaela Pratt, and she had saw me and what I was doing, and she actually had bought me in to audition and to introduce me to everybody. And that was one of the biggest opportunities of my life that I'm always going to be grateful for. And even when I met you and you had introduced me and, you know, you told me about the Street Sense Gala. And this is, you know, this is honest. I was just talking to somebody about the, the Street Sense Gala the other day because I was like, the impact that this can have over the years to come is amazing. Everything is wonderful to be able to get the donations and to be able to handle my rent, to be able to handle my rent and have enough where if I see someone who has a problem on the street, I can, I, I can't give this person the world, but at least I can give them enough where they can go out and get something to eat or maybe have two meals. You know, I'm doing what I love and I'm I'm getting different opportunities and you know, it's, it's all just been a wonderful experience. So I love busking, I love the events, you know, I love the people that I've met. And more so, what I would say this, is I love the lesson and the enlightenment that I've gained from busking. Because I'll tell you this, coming from a orchestral background, and <clears throat> when I first moved...
1: Sorry to interrupt, Benjamin, to but we're gonna learn about that orchestral background in part two of this conversation. In this episode, Benjamin shared his perspective on the art of busking and the importance of community engagement. Next time, he's going to talk about arts education and the instrument that defines his musical life, the cello.
0: When you hold an acoustic cello, and it's sitting against your sternum, and you're playing, and you can feel all of the vibrations from the instrument against you. And that's essentially making me a part of the instrument.
1: Until then, keep your ears open for Benjamin's cello. He's probably playing at a metro station near you right now. Note, he may be wearing a horse mask. Seriously. To hear more sounds from the street, check out streetsense.org audio or find us on SoundCloud or the fantastic podcast app Stitcher. Soon, you'll be able to find us on iTunes. Please keep the conversation going on Facebook and Twitter at StreetsenseDC. The sounds from the street theme song, I Need a Dollar, How to Make It in America, performed by Aloe Black from the album Good Things, used courtesy of Stones Throw Records. The song was composed by Aloe Black with Leon Michaels, Nick Mowshawn, and Jeff Dynamite. Used by permission of Songs of Cobalt Music Publishing, EMI Blackwood Music Incorporated, slash Sony ATV. Excerpt of Raindrops on Ice and Other Cello Instrumentals by Benjamin Gates, and excerpt of Upbeat composed and performed by john luke hefferman from the album production music used courtesy of creative commons and needle drop company and found on wfmu's free music archive
0: i'm benjamin gates and you're listening to sounds from the street